prophesy that this is your season not just to break. Some of you have been thinking, if I could just get a break. But you know when you get a break, it lasts 10 minutes and work and then it's over. But the Lord said, this is not the time for a break. This is the time for a breakthrough. Somebody give God praise if you're ready for a breakthrough. My, 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 my. Give our team a God bless you. They sing the happy end of this house. All right. Listen, I believe that everybody in this place today, stand for the reading of God's Word if you're able. You have been made for more. I got about three people that believe it. Have you ever had seasons in your life where you looked at your situation and you said, Lord, I, there, there's got to be more than this. Wave at me if you've ever been there. And you, you find yourself in a place of frustration and the enemy wants to make you think that when you have feelings like that, you're ungrateful, that, that you're not thankful for where you are. But I've come to understand that real often when I start feeling like there ought to be more, there ought to be more. Because it's God's way of saying, son, you don't have to settle. You're a child of God and there's always more. How many of you are ready for more in your life? Man, I feel like preaching. We're looking today in Luke chapter five, Look at your neighbor and say, you were made for more. You were made for more. Look at Luke chapter 5, verse 1. So it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God, they pressed about Jesus, that he stood by the lake of, the lake of Gennesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and they were washing their nets. Then he got into the boats, which were Simon's, and asked him, to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said, Simon, launch out into the deep and let your nets down for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night long and caught nothing. But nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boats to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at the feet of Jesus at Jesus' knees saying, depart from me for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had also taken. And so also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, do not be afraid. From now on, you will catch me in. Hallelujah. So when they had brought their boats to land, they forsook all and followed him. I want to speak for a few minutes, made for more. How many of you feel like you're made for more? Slip up your hands, Father. Anoint Jim Rayleigh to preach and teach today. May my words be clear and concise. May your people's hearts be open. And may we realize that we don't have to settle. We are made for more. Thank you for it, Jesus, and we love you. Somebody give the Lord an ovation and a praise and a clap and a shout. Before you sit down, tell your neighbor you're made for more. You're made for more. I love this text and I'm excited to teach it to you today because in first service it was absolutely amazing the way the Lord spoke to us. 
In this story, we find out that there is the opportunity for more, but watch this. More manifest in the deep place. Tell your neighbor, go deep. I believe there's a true hunger in this house to go deeper in God. Not to settle because people in this room today have come to realize we've all been made for more. And I want to teach from this incredible text in Luke chapter 5. And, and I want you to understand that it, it really is important that we grasp the concepts that the Lord is painting out here for us and revealing here for us. Because we are not destined to just survive. I want you to understand that God has made you for more. So, so I dare you just to put your hand on your chest and say, I'm going deep. Hallelujah. Now, now, when you go into the water, almost always and without exception, you start shallow and wind up deep. And it's amazing to me how many shallow people are convinced that they're really deep. Have you ever known shallow folk <laughs> that were convinced that they were actually deep? And the problem is there are so many believers that are shallow because they started off shallow and they stayed shallow. You're not deep because you've been saved for 30 years. I know people who've been saved for 30 years, but they're still not deep. Because if you stay in shallow water, you're always going to be shallow. You don't go deep until you move deeper. Hear me in this room. It doesn't matter how long you stand there. You're shallow as long as you stay in shallow water. You don't get deep unless you're willing to get moving. Is there anybody willing to go deeper with me in these next few weeks? You know what trips me out? I get a kick out of it when, when shallow folks try to act deep. <laughs> Have you ever seen shallow people? And they tried very hard to act deep. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. And hear me in this house. It's almost comical to me to hear somebody who's shallow try to impress you with their words and impress you with what they know. And you know at the end of the day, it's a bunch of malarkey. Can I get a witness in the house? But here we are in this text, and Jesus is inviting these disciples into a deep place. But before he ever does a miracle, before he ever takes them into the deep place, you find something very powerful out. The word is the doorway to the deep place. Before he ever sent them deep, he preached the word. The Bible said in Luke 5, 1, so it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God that he stood by the lake and saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which were Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. Now, now bear in mind what's going on here. Jesus has been involved in powerful and effective ministry, so much so that the Bible said the people were pressing on him. They pressed on him to hear the word of the Lord. They wanted to hear what he had to say. Now, the words pressed on there are really powerful in the Greek because they mean they had an urgency to hear the word of God. They were willing to impose upon him. Can I be plain today? These people were so desperate for the word of God. They had such an urgency and a hunger for the word of God. They were even willing to be considered a little bit rude. Even if they had to press him to preach, 
They wanted him to preach. Even if they had to press on him and say, preach to us. They were so hungry. They wanted the word so badly that they were considered to be a little bit rude because they were so hungry for what he had to say. Now, I have a startling question for you today. Are you so hungry like that? Are you hungry for the Word of God? Are you so hungry to get a word for your next season? Are you so hungry to realize the more that God has for you that if I tried to walk out of the building today without delivering to you what God has for you from me, from him, if I tried to get out of the room, would you stop me and say, preacher, you can't leave because I came to get that word that is in your spirit. Where are the people that will press on the man of God and say, give me what you have for me. I gotta get a word, I gotta go deep. See, here these disciples are and Jesus shows up here in chapter five and he comes on the shore and Simon and the others who were with him who would become his disciples, Andrew, James, and John, they're there washing their nets in failure and frustration. They're given up right then and right there. They have toiled all night. Toiled all night and taken nothing. It wasn't like they had been lazy. It wasn't like they weren't working. On the contrary, precious. They toiled all night. What do you do when your toiling brings nothing? What do you do when your work doesn't manifest what you think it's going to work, what it's going to manifest? They're working all night. They toiled all night, and they had produced nothing. They had done their best, but they had produced nothing. What do you do when your best doesn't seem to be blessed? Can I talk to real people? When you're doing your best, but it seems like it's producing nothing. When you're doing all you can with all you got, but still, it's not, not, not only is it not blessed, it's not even producing the adequate. Have you ever had seasons in your life where not only am I not really seeing the blessings that I want to see from my work, I'm not even seeing the adequate. And here these guys are, they had fished and worked all night long. And all night long they had manifested nothing. They had done all they could do, but they had manifested nothing. What do you do when you've been doing all you can to discover the more of God? And the more of God does not manifest. And sometimes you just don't see it. You, you just don't even seem to see anything happening. And in this story, I love what occurs because here they are failing. Here they are trying and failing. Here they are attempting and failing. But Jesus then shows up. He shows up in their frustration. He shows up in their failure. I'm so glad that I serve a Jesus who is not afraid of my struggle. I'm so glad that I serve a Jesus who will show up when I'm messed up, when I've not seen what I've wanted. Jesus showed up in their failure, and that's one of the reasons I love him so much, because he specializes in turning my failures around. I may think it's over, but when he shows up, it's not over. Hallelujah. Watch this, your failing place 
will become your launching place for more when Jesus gets involved, when more than enough shows up, when El Shaddai shows up. See, there are more. Watch this now. It was in deeper waters. They couldn't stay in the shallow and expect more. And from the ashes of their failure, Jesus appeared and launched them into the deep. And they were failing. But hear me now. Sometimes it takes failure to prepare for more. Sometimes you got to fail before you can see more manifest in your life. Often what we perceive as failure, God perceives as preparation for our destination. Oh, listen to me. I learned how to succeed by failing. Can I talk to real people? I learned what worked by doing what didn't work. And the devil thought he would kill me over my failure. But here I am today. And I've learned to succeed by failing. Some of y'all think that this is it. I've failed. I'll never see the more. But Jesus shows up. And he begins to preach the word. He enters the boat and preaches the word. The word. The word was the foundation to the deep place. The word is what unlocked the more in their life. And hear me, you will never go deep and receive the more you're made for unless the word of God is your foundation. You got to believe the word. So many want to know what God is saying. What's God saying right now? What is God saying to me, Pastor? What is he saying right now? Why should God say anything to you if you don't read the word and find out what he's already said? Oh, help me preach in this room. People who are not into the word are not deep. I don't care how much you shout. I don't care how spiritual you think you are. I don't care how high you jump. I don't care how much you dance. You can speak in tongues 24 seven, but you will never launch out into the deep until you get the word of God deep down inside of you like fire shut up in your bones. Mm. Somebody say the word. The word is the foundation for the deep. I know and have known people for years who would worship their face off in church, who would outdance everybody, outshout everybody. They were more seemingly spiritual than everyone, but they never really had breakthrough and they never achieved their potential in God. Why? Because their worship was shallow. Their shout was shallow. Their prayer was shallow because they did not know the word. But when you understand the word, it changes you your worship it changes your prayer it changes your outcome it changes your situation it'll make you leave your boat behind it'll make us it'll make a failure a success a sick man well a lost family found somebody give God praise for his word oh I can make it if you'll talk to me I can make it if you'll speak to me I can make it if, it, if I get the word in my spirit see, see People who never get the word of God in their life, they, they're shallow. And they worship, but they're shallow. They pray, but they're shallow because the word is not the foundation. And two things happen for people who shout and worship and cry and pray and speak in tongues, but never get in the word. People who worship and pray, but don't read and apply the word, they don't go deep, they go weird. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm teaching better than you're letting on. You ever been around weird Christian people? Oh, some of y'all say it's on the road. I don't know. I'm not judging nobody. But, but they're, they're weird. They pray all the time. 
you know, they, 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 they walk up to McDonald's to order and they go, what you doing? I'm praying God's about to speak to me on what I'm supposed to have. Y'all, y'all crazy. Come on. Super spiritual. They got 13 of the nine gifts. You know I'm speaking truth. You be honest. But I'm going to tell you something. I don't have confidence in people who are always dreaming dreams, always seeing visions, always getting a word. They start off prophesying, and they're not full of the word of God. They don't know what God has to say in his word. They don't know when. They don't even know how to prophesy. They don't even know how to teach. They don't even know how to hear God. I'm telling you, but once you get the word down in your spirit, it will open up a new dimension for you. You can't go deep without the word. These disciples never went deep until Jesus manifested and preached the word. People who don't make the word their foundation. Secondly, they can't survive the deep place because without the word, they sink. Without the word as our foundation, we will sink. This church will sink. Our lives will sink. Our families will sink. We try to go deep, but we can't go deep without the word. Before Jesus launched them into the deep, he preached the word to them. Yes. They were going deep in the natural, but something even more profound was at work here. These men were getting ready to leave everything behind. They were getting ready to walk away from their careers, their boats, everything they knew, and they were about to follow Jesus. He was transforming them into being fishers of men. And hear me, the word is the foundation for the more that you've been made for. Christ knew they're not gonna survive the deep place without the word, and neither will you. You got to have the word. The word is not an alternative. The word is not something I can get by without. We've got to have the word. We've got to believe what the word says. We've got to act on the instructions of the word. We can't go deep without the word. I don't care how much you worship, how much you pray, how much you shout, how much you dance. If you're not full of the word, if you're not believing the word, if you're not living the word, you will not manifest the word. But when you get the word deep down inside of you. Get ready to go where you've never been. Get ready to see what you've never seen. Get ready to do what you've never done. Somebody give him praise if you're hungry for the word. Come on, how many of y'all came for the word today? You didn't come for the building. You didn't come for the personality. You didn't come for the lights. You didn't come for the show. Tell your neighbor, I came for the word. See, the Bible said my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge, not a lack of worship, not a lack of shouting, not a lack of dancing. It's because they're destroyed because they don't know what my word says about their situation. Now, the word is the doorway to the deep. Come on, make a little noise if you want to go deep with me. Hey. It's the first step to realizing this made for life. We've been made for more. And it's the first step in realizing all the more that you've been made for. Now, here these guys are, and they're washing their nets. But check it out. Jesus gets in a boat and preaches the word to them. And I want you to write this down. The word changed their minds about their destiny. 
they're washing the nets, they're giving up, and then Jesus starts preaching. Oh, I feel this. Jesus gets in the boat and starts preaching. And then when he finishes preaching the word, the Bible said in Luke 5, when he had stopped speaking, he said, Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. But, but Simon answered and said, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing, but nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the nets. See, the word changed their minds about their destiny. You get full of the word, I'm about to preach. It'll change your mind about your destiny. You get full of the word, it'll change your mind about your children. As for me and my house, but we will serve the Lord. You get full of the word, it'll change your mind about your health. With his stripes, I am healed. You get the word inside you, it'll change your mind about your fight. Because you'll say, no weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper. I wonder, has the word changed anybody's mind? Has it made you think different? Has it made you do different? Somebody give God a praise in this house. This is powerful to me because the Word of God changed their minds about their destiny. Can you imagine something they learned from the Word caused professional fishermen to listen to a common carpenter? These guys were not some fly-by-night fishermen. They were the pros. What if somebody came to you who had never done your job and began to tell you how to do your job, they had no formal training or expertise and started saying, this is what you need to do now. Now you need to try this and you need to do that. Simon said, Pastor, we toiled all night and we caught nothing but nevertheless at your word. Mm. I mean, we know what we're doing, but nevertheless, at your word. I know how to fish, but nevertheless, at your word. I know you're not supposed to fish in the day because you don't want the fish to see you. Where are y'all at? You want to put a little lamp up there and hide kind of in the dark because they can see you in the day. Nobody fishes in the day. Nobody casts nets in the day in those days. You always did it at night, but nevertheless, at your word, you said go deep. Nobody fishes deep. The fish are not in the deep water. If we go deep, it's 150 feet deep. How are we going to cast a net out and catch? We just get lucky if we get a minnow when it's that deep. The fish are in the shallow area. Why we want to go deep, but nevertheless, at your word. See, when you get a word from God, what ain't supposed to work will start working. What ain't supposed to happen will start happening where it ain't supposed to manifest. It'll manifest where it ain't, where it ain't supposed to go, it'll go. Where it's not supposed to stop, it'll stop somebody. Better give God praise if you want a word that'll take you into a deep place. Hallelujah. Now, now, here's where I'm transfixed. Here's where I'm literally taken by the text and I can't get away from it. He said, nevertheless, even though we're pros and even though you're a carpenter, nevertheless, at your word. 
Now, now, there are actually two words in the Greek for our English word, word. Hang, hang, hang with me now. One of the translations for the word word is the word logos. It means head knowledge. It means acquired knowledge. It means what I have learned. It's what I have in my head. But this translation for the word word is actually the word rhema. It is the alive word. It is the alive word of the Lord. See, the logos is the acquired knowledge. The logo said it's got to do this, it's got to do that, it's got to be like this, it's got to be like that, it's got to do this, and it's got to do that because this is what I've acquired, and this is what I've learned, and this is the only way it'll be. So God didn't say, the Lord didn't speak the, 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 the logos to him. He spoke the rhema to him, and he said, add your word. See, you need to get in that book and get a rhema word for God, from God and get it alive in your life because the rhema word will carry you deep. The rhema word is alive and it'll bring life to dead things. It'll make a way right out of no way. It'll heal what can't be healed and move what can't be moved. And in the logos mind, in the logos mind, it can't work. In the logos mind, your children can't be saved. In the logos mind, a way can't be made. But then we transition out of that logos mind into a rhema mind. And that rhema said, it is alive and anything can happen. If it's a lie, you better give God praise. With the right rhema revelation from God's word, what failed yesterday can succeed today. How many of you are ready to see what failed yesterday? Succeed today. When you apply the rhema to it, somebody give the Lord a praise right now. See, you were made for more. And a big part of your next season will require you to launch out in faith to deeper waters. You gotta leave the comfort of the shore. If you're gonna have all, be all, and possess all the Lord has for you, you gotta be uncomfortable. It's not time to play it safe. Help me preach, somebody. I said it's not time to just survive. It's not time for the church to be weak. It's not time for people to be afraid. It's time to go deep. You gotta launch out into the deep. Get out of your comfort zone. Hear me, a ship is safest in the harbor, but that's not what ships are made for. You've not been made to just sit in the harbor and be safe and be cute. Ships are made to go deep. And I'm talking to somebody here today. I may not have a word for everybody, but I got a word for somebody who is tired of just survival, who is tired of seeing the enemy make you feel like you can't see what God has called you to see. I'm saying God is calling you deep. You were made for more. Push your neighbor and say, I was made for more. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to survive. Just get by. Just stay in the harbor. I was made for more. Get full of the word and go deep. Somebody say, I'm going deep. 
Listen, leaving the land will cause discomfort. It might mean you got to be inconvenienced. It may mean you have to work harder and differently. But listen, this is what we are called to do. If we are truly to be kingdom producers, we got to go deep. We must leave the land. We got to go deep. There's risk in going deep. Not everybody will go deep. You may have to go by yourself. But if you got to go by yourself, I'm telling you, your more is in the deep place. You got to leave some family behind, but go deep. You got to leave some friends behind, but tell your neighbor, go deep. Then there's risk in going deep. Everybody won't do it because it's risky to go deep. But it's time to take a deliberate step. It's time to take a daring step. God can and will use you, but it'll take courage. It gets windy and it gets stormy in the deep. There are high waves in the deep, but go deep because you were built to handle the rough weather. You are built to deal with the adversity. You are built to deal with whatever comes against you. Go beyond the shallow waters. Go where you have to trust him. Oh, help me preach in this room. Go where you have to see God move. Go where you have to, go get out there where you say, God, if you don't do it, it can't be done. God will take you into places. God will take you into seasons where you have to trust him, where you have to stand on his word. See, God is not stretched until you get into the impossible. He ain't gonna help you as long as you stay in the shallow water. But when you get deep and you can't handle it, God said, that's where the more is. Tell your neighbor, go deep. Oh, Jesus. The fish are in the deep water. Miracles are in the deep. Your breakthrough is in the deep. More is in the deep. Get full of God's word. It's time to go deep. Can I get a witness here today? Is there anybody ready to go deep? Clap your hands and shout unto God. I don't want to lead a shallow church. I don't want to lead a barely, barely surviving church. See, we could be a respectable church. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Y'all sit down a minute. We could be a respectable church, but that ain't deep. We could be an uppity church, but that's not deep. We could be a snobby church, but that's not deep. We, we could be a snobby church where struggling folks ain't welcome. We could be a snobby church that didn't care about the at-risk kids. We could be an uppity church, a church out of touch with those addicted, those bound, those hungry, those jacked up without Jesus. We could be a church that doesn't experience the power and presence of God. We could be a church that did away with altar calls and outreaches. You say, Pastor, that would be easy. Yes, that would be easy. Pastor, that would make us more comfortable. Yes, we would be comfortable, but that's shallow. And God has not called me to be shallow. God has called me to be deep. He hadn't raised up this church to be shallow. He has raised up this house to be deep. We were made for more. I want this church, this church, our church, to be a church where the foulest can be made clean, where the sickest can be made well, and where the lowest can be lifted. Somebody give God praise if you want to go deep. Tell your neighbor, I'm going deep. 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 
Simon responded to the word by faith and the miracle occurred in the deep. Hear me in this house. It's time to go deep. You can't go higher till you go deeper. If you build a skyscraper, that skyscraper will only go higher as it goes deeper. Because if you don't go deep, when you go higher, you'll fall over. But I dare somebody right now who's ready to go deep, give the Lord a little praise in this house. Give him praise. See, the miracle occurred in the deep. Simon responded to the word of faith and the miracle manifested in the deep. So they signaled to their partners, the Bible said, in the other boat to help them and they came and filled their boats so that they began to sink. Check it out. And when Simon saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, depart from me for I am a sinful man. Don't miss what happened here. Simon sees that the Lord did it. Simon sees I didn't do this myself. So Simon was committed to humility. He said, I couldn't have done this without the Lord. See, there are net breaking made for more blessings available to those who will launch out into the deep. But here's what you got to say. God, I can't do it without you. I can't see my children saved without you. I can't see this business succeed without you. I can't be more without you. So do what Simon did fall at the feet of Jesus and say, you did it, God, I didn't. Can I get a witness in this house? Is there anybody gonna give God all the praise? It's time for you to move out into the deep. If you feel like you're deep, go deeper. Don't make me come down there. I said, if you feel like you're deep, you need to go deeper. Can I ask you this? Are you so blessed that your nets are breaking? Are you so blessed that you could sink somebody else with your blessings? If you don't have that, then it is time to get full of the Word of God, bathe your life in prayer, worship Him with abandonment, and launch out into the deep. I'm calling you into the deep. And you're going to give God glory because truly deep people who desire more of Christ are filled with humility. You'll be able to say, God, I would have messed it up. I never would have made it. But Lord, you came in my failure and you made a way right out out of no way. Now look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, it's time to go deep. I don't want to be shallow. I don't want to just survive. I don't want to barely make it. I'm going deep. Miracles are in the deep. The next level is in the deep. Your new season is in the deep. That manifestation of provision is in the deep. The children you're praying for, their salvation is in the deep. Is there anybody here who wants to get a word in your spirit and go deep? Touch three or four people and say, let's go deep. Let's go deep. Let's go deep. Here's what you gotta know. I'm going with you or without you. I'm going if I gotta go by myself because I have heard the word of the Lord and I will not survive. I said, there is more and I want it. You better give God praise if you're ready to go deep. Everybody stand to your feet right now. I'm gonna count to three, and when I count to three, 
If you're going deep with me, I want you to make a little noise in this room. Are you ready? One, two, three. something about the way that Jesus spoke the word that caused Peter to say I know how to fish I know how to succeed I've done this my whole life but I'm going to get out of the box and I'm going to go deep moment, thank you Holy Ghost, the moment they got out of their logos and into his rhema, preach Pastor Rayleigh, and threw their nets out, they didn't even have to wait, they started hauling it in, you know why? because Jesus had their blessing on hold all along. Oh, Jesus. Some of y'all right now, God's got your blessing on hold. It's in the deep place, but God's got your blessing on hold. Yeah. It was right there. They launched out a little bit and there it was. You know what else I see? They were closer than they thought they were. Tell your neighbor, say you're closer than you think you are. Yeah, 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 you think it ain't gonna happen, but all you got to do is get out of your comfort zone and say, God, your word is yes and amen, and I will trust your word. God's got somebody's miracle on hold, somebody's breakthrough on hold. You need to get a word. Who have I been preaching to today? You need to get a word. And you need to believe in faith. That God's got a plan for my life, for my family, for my finances. Don't let me stay shallow. I'm made for more. Let me go deep. Now, fast forward. Three and a half years later, Jesus is preaching such an intense message that many of his disciples depart from him. It's recorded in John 6, but there were some of you 
Jesus said, who do not believe. For Jesus knew the, in the beginning, or from the beginning, who they were. Who did not believe and who would betray him. And he said, therefore I've said to you, that no one can come to me unless it is granted to him by my Father. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. Then Jesus said to the twelve, do you also want to go away? But Peter answered him and said, Lord, where are we going to go? Plenty of people have the logos, but you alone have the rhema of eternal life. Where are we going to go? Push your neighbor and say, where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? Listen, God is calling you deep. You were made for more. You were made for more. And you are made for more life does not live in the shallow place. It lives in the deep place. And I am committed. Listen, I made up my mind a long time ago. People might leave Calvary because they don't like, he don't wear a tie. He sweats too much. He spits when he preaches. He hollers. He carry on. He, his voice sounds funny. I don't know. Is he black? Is he white? Is he mulatto? I don't know what he is. Come on, y'all. I'm being honest with you. I have people who listen to me on the radio. They see me out in public and tell me I'm white, and I act surprised. Can I get a witness? <laughs> people may leave me for various reasons, but I made up my mind a long time ago. If you leave me and say he didn't preach the word, you liar, liar, pants on fire, because I'm going to preach the word. So I decree and declare this word over your life. I decree and declare that it takes root in you and you are made for more. Say this after me. Say in Jesus' name, I am made for more. I will not settle. I will not settle. I'm going deep. If that's you, give the Lord the ovation of the day right now. Now, stand for just a moment. Are you glad you came to Calvary today? Are you glad to hang out with us? Aren't you glad? How many of y'all coming back next week? Make some noise if you come back next week. And bring somebody with you. Everybody take your hand and place it on your heart. Because I just feel prompted to do this. I want everybody to pray this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, forgive me of all my sins. Take my heart. Wash it clean. Make me new. I need you. I declare I'm made for more. I'll walk in it in Jesus' name. Now, as, as Pastor Troy comes, I want you to give the Lord a crazy praise. Come on, Pastor Troy's going to close us in prayer. Hallelujah. You enjoyed today? Woo! Powerful, huh? All right. Give me one second. We're going to pray together. Pastor Eddie is leaving right now, and he's going to the back. He's going out these doors. He's going to the left, and there's the guest information area. And those of you that are our guests, we ask you, just take a minute. Just stop by and let him say hello to you so you can meet him and uh, Pastor Dawn and our staff. It won't take a second. Uh, last thing I'm going to remind you is what I've already said is this Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, if you know any young person that, that you believe needs a touch from God, that's where they'll get it. This Wednesday at 7 o'clock right in this building, it's going to be powerful. Get the word out. It's going to be awesome. All right, you ready for more? 
Let's pray. Father, right now, God, I thank you so much, God, for our pastor that poured this word in our spirit today. God, that we are made for more. God, I know that my net is not busted yet, so I've got to go get it myself. And Lord, I pray right now, God, that you will bless your people. God, that you will let them reach out into the deep. And God, as they go into the deep, what's in them will overflow into those around them. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name.